Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. Just bringing you a quick, quick, quick little uh, sponsor spot. My Kickstarter All-Star Caddy is now officially live. So if you go to kickstarter.com and search for the All-Star Caddy practice board, if you golf or you know someone who golfs, it's a great, it's a great all-round thing around if you golf and stuff, you know? Like if you like golf, you know someone who golfs, just just go have a look, see what you think. Anyway, that's once again kickstarter.com slash or just Go to kickstarter.com and in the search bar, go All-Star Caddy Practice Board. This is my worst ad read so far. On with the show. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I made Shay laugh off the get-go. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> an, un, an unsuspecting yeet to make to start the show. Um, we are doing a House of the Dragon episode. I believe it's episode number nine, which will make it episode 83, I think, of the podcast overall. But episode nine, and just a quick little one before we introduce everybody. Spoilers. If you've not seen the fucking film, get your finger out your ass. This is spoilers for House of the Dragon up to episode nine, and also all of Game of Thrones there before. I am joined by the ever-wonderful host of the new and famous and fabulous podcast that you can check out shay do you want to introduce your podcast sure um i'm gonna plug so plug 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 this has inspired me to start my own podcast because clearly i am so hilarious Mm -hmm. and deserve some more airtime um but yes i have a new podcast out it's called the toxic podcast which i host with my friend and it's certainly not as polished as this one. It's a lot more chaotic. There's a lot more burping and slurping and strange noises that Reese has pointed out. Yeah. Um, but it's fun and we're having a good time. Okay, so... I've been, you're going to need to spell it out because it's a very clever podcast name, it's a, but it's... It's a, it's a pun. It, yeah, so... Yeah. Okay, so it is the T-A-L-K-S-I-C Okay, podcast. so talk... Toxic talk as in talking and conversation and then because we're talking it on it? the end like toxic but it's toxic i love it i love it it's just the That's first time me, you baby. say it it's like i would google toxic probably right. but i'm i'm foolish but yes toxic podcast yeah your first episode mm-hmm. i actually have some notes <laughs> oh do you yeah i wanted oh, to surprise i mean if you're okay i figured oh, yeah. i'd surprise you live on air and just stun you with some notes okay so I first of all, I, I loved the episode. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I don't think I've ever met Lauren, have I? I don't think you've met Lauren. I haven't. But I now, so. the, if I ever meet her, I'm gonna have an image in my head of of someone who's <laughs> who's just fabulous to to all levels of um, degree. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, a um, couple of things I have to note. First and foremost, you said you asked a question um, if you could change your name what would you change your name to? And you mm-hmm. said Keith. And I am mm-hmm. very, very open about <laughs> this, that I think that Keith is the worst name in the entire world. Mm-hmm. That's why I picked it. Okay, good. I didn't know I, if... That's exactly why I picked it. I wanted to know if you were being serious or if this was like, if you knew that I hate the name Keith and you were maybe making an inside joke. Yep, it was definitely an inside joke. I, okay. For the record, I wouldn't change my name to Keith. I'd... I would change it to like 
something fucking sick, like one of these dragons, like Syrax or Caraxes. Oh or something yeah, that'd sick be like pretty that. cool. That would be cool. Not there's Keith, a couple. There's a couple but... names in this show that I actually really do like. Um, so maybe I could add them to the to the baby name list one day. Which the yeah, baby name list for me is basically just future dog names, so it's not really <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, and my next note is Lauren makes so many, so many sounds. <laughs> like I have a podcast yeah. and a dedicated soundboard, and she still makes more sounds than I make. And I think that that in and it's itself all is, natural. It's, it's all, she's not even. I don't think any of it's she, natural. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's but she's not even trying to be like funny or quirky she's just like allowed and yeah. not lauren if you're listening to this you like just an obnoxious kind of person like the type of person that if you're having a conversation with them is just constantly like moving around and like fiddling around mm-hmm. with like the purse or like you can hear her jewelry a lot within the background and that's just how she is so i i think it's really funny because it, it it's just her to a t like it's so it's so naturally heard. Does that is so that not funny. like a, a nightmare to record though? Like, do you have separate oh, microphones yeah. or just one microphone? We have we have one microphone. Oh, okay. This one, yeah. and it picks up literally. It picks up thoughts inside your head. That's yeah. how strong it is. And so, yeah, it it does make it a nightmare. But I think it's funny because there's multiple times in the podcast where I'm like, "Can you please sit down? Yeah, <laughs> and take your feet off the table." But she's just like, and it's like. It's hilarious. That, it just yeah, makes it- I remember hearing halfway that there were feet on the table, and I was like, "Oh, so that's another sound we can just add to what I'm imagining in my head is going on in this podcasting room." Yep. But um, yeah, it's she's in my head. Yeah. She's like the. Uh, you ever seen those like people in in like a circus or whatever that have all the instruments on them? Like they have a bass drum <laughs> on the back, a harmonica on the front, oh, cymbals between their knees. Yeah, one man band. She's like that, but of just body noises. <laughs> So she'll no, like sneeze, true. burp, fart, and like scratch her toes against the <laughs> microphone all in one go. And that's like, that's mm-hmm. her to a T. Anyway, sorry, Lauren. <laughs> I'm probably... Sorry, Lauren. You, it's a great <laughs> podcast. You're very funny. You She made me laugh out loud with her Terry Fox joke. So that was, that was very oh good. God. But yeah, just the... So the, out of pocket. The noises were incredible. And then my next note, and this is the part that I found very, very funny because you two didn't pick up on it. So I'm going to read it back to you so that you know so um i believe the scene and again not to add to lauren's uh weirdness here but i believe she was Mm -hmm. picking her teeth with a 20 dollar bill that's right okay and then you said "Ooh, that's gross it could have been in a hooker's (laughs) g-string and then (laughs) lauren says no i wash all my money with soap and water and then you say, why would you do that? When you've just literally <laughs> beforehand been disgusted because the money could have been on a hooker's G-string. And then she's saying, no, she cleans what? it. And then you're like, well, why the fuck would you clean it? <laughs> why don't you just get a toothpick, though? Why? Why? Well, she asked you for a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, but but why don't you bring your own? It's not my responsibility to provide her no, with No, I know. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that it's very funny that you think it's gross that she, the money itself is gross. <laughs> she says she cleans it, and then you're like, well, what's the fucking point in cleaning it when <laughs> like, yeah, but well, you've just complained you know about what, money though? being gross? Uh, of all funny. the things that you could pick your teeth with money, even if it's washed, like, mm. that's the last thing I'm going to pick. I'm I'm pulling a hair on my head and flossing with that before I, before I use money. Hmm. That's sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be That's worse gross. to pick your teeth with. 
that's like pretty much top tier one of the last things i would pick yeah it's, it's pretty down there isn't it it's not that's great nasty gross Ugh. Yeah, sorry well, Warren, but yeah no. <laughs> anyway everyone so yeah you can go to it's definitely on spotify um so you can go there and have a listen to the toxic podcast with shay and lauren anyway on yes, with our is. show okay also you said that top gun the original was the worst movie ever and i don't know if we're gonna be friends anymore i have sorry. a i have a request for your podcast doesn't have to be okay. episode number two. It could be episode 101. But at some point, in honor of the this podcast, you have to mm-hmm. crack open a can of something oh, live on sure. air for some for for the ASMR people who that's the only reason why they're here. I today am probably just being what I imagine most 13 year old Canadian boys are doing, and that is wearing <laughs> a hockey jersey whilst opening a king can of Mountain Dew which a uh, king can a king can king a... can wow okay and go here on. i wonder if the king can sounds any deeper when you crack her let's find out mm, no pretty average but it's still it was nice and crispy you know it's bad Hi. for you when you open it and it instantly smells of chemicals <laughs> i don't think I think Polly Mountain Dew is one of the worst in terms of health that you could drink. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's, up there. I think just the color alone gives that away. Yeah, the fluorescent chemical. Yeah. I have a compliments ginger ale because I don't like the Schweppes one and I don't like the Canada Dry one. Oh, really? And I, I yeah, I f- feel like people are gonna hate me for that, but it's true. I, I understand. Like I understand not liking the Schweppes one, but the uh, Canada Dry is pretty pr- pretty good probably my favorite it's okay like it's okay mm-hmm. it's not it's not my favorite the, the this compliments one y'all mm-hmm. you can't see it but this shit is gas it's I so good can't chat shit because I've, I've never actually tried that one so i will have to get on it next time next time you come over okay mm-hmm. who's ready i'm i'm born ready for this yeah that's a good one you've got a very like powerful cracking of a can you're, you're very good at it. Oh, and the poor. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone's getting treats here. How's that? That's really good. All of that was amazing. You you should do uh, an ASMR sort of channel or sort I of should. OnlyFans or something. I feel like I could do an ASMR OnlyFans quite easily. I genuinely love ASMR and like actually wholeheartedly watch it and enjoy it and mm-hmm. use it to sleep so i actually think that i might be an expert in asmr i think you could be but now that i'm thinking about it i think that lauren just naturally makes enough sounds where she could make a fucking killing like she just needs to like leave a microphone on her for like the morning routine and there's at least a million sounds that will be made she, she does okay we need to stop stop shitting on lauren mm-hmm. this seems like we're <laughs> bullying her now she can never listen to this episode <laughs> i think that she would actually enjoy that would do that in a heartbeat so that to her all right um okay should we get cracking with this game of thrones stuff because we're <laughs> hey, so- lauren i don't even know if she'll watch this but if you're watching okay let's dive into this episode so we're opening up the end of episode eight obviously the big hoo-ha that happened was that the king was why should i say 
Why did I say that? <laughs> um, the king is dead. And that's, that's the hoo-ha. Um, <laughs> and then we cut to the uh, thing that surprised me most. And the queen is way sadder than I thought she'd be, first and foremost. Yeah. And then Otto by the fireplace. I got the vibe that he was upset at this point in the episode. Now on reflection, I think maybe he's scheming. But I felt like he was upset for his friend. What did What was your take? I I don't agree with that 100%. I think if if he's going to be upset for anyone, I could see him maybe being upset for Allison. Like, I, I really don't think that he cares about Viserys, really. Mm-hmm. But I think he maybe feels empathy for, like, his daughter, who, who clearly loved him. I mean, like you said, I was surprised, too, that she was that upset. But, yeah, that's what I think. I think also, like, I was reflecting back to an episode where um, it was where I think it was younger them. Yeah, it was it was the younger actors actors of them. But it was where, like, um, Rhaenyra and Damon were first getting together in the brothel and then the king and queen were getting together. And it was very much like she was not enjoying it kind of thing. But I think that from obviously like it's not great any of that scenes for her or anything but mm-hmm. i think she did find a way through the years to actually love him in the end um yeah or at least you know become sort of friendly with him because she did definitely care for him and sort of looked after him so yeah uh, i yeah, think too like her. in the beginning when they first before they ever got married when they were sort of getting to know each other i think that she did genuinely develop some deeper feelings for him than just sort of like being set up by her dad i think that she actually respected him and then you know with every marriage they have their ups and downs but i think i think i agree like roller coaster but at the end i do think that she really cared for him and and loved him which is is nice to see yeah yeah i agree i agree fully um so then we jump into the small council meeting and Mm -hmm. this is what shocked me the most is that the queen was way more yeah upset and like out of the out of the loop um in what was going on i thought that she would have been part of these plans or or yeah the dad auto would have kept her in the loop but she's like way out of the loop on this and that that was quite shocking yeah it really shows how much like auto is invested in in it honestly even more than she is yeah so i think when allison comes to him and says like yo he literally told me Aegon's gonna be king like otto's face just lights up because he's already way more invested than she is so i think that was just the green light to be like sweet let's fucking go yeah i think it makes it easier for otto though too because if they're doing all these plans and and whatnot, then clearly, no matter what happens, when the king dies, they were gonna act on these plans, right? Like yeah. it, they were going to try and make Aegon become king, no matter what. But the king, mm-hmm. with his final breath, saying that, you know, <laughs> supposedly what he said, then that makes it so much easier for them to act on these plans because they have a more legitimate reason. Totally, and like probably the only thing ever holding Otto back would have been Allison, because. Remember in the last episode, Alicent says to Rhaenyra, like, you're going to make a great queen. Yeah. That, to me, that was pretty much like the go ahead for mm-hmm. for Rhaenyra to be set in stone. But now that all this shit's happened, yeah, like that, you know, if, if, if Viserys would have never said that to uh, to Alicent, 
then Alicent probably would be putting her foot down or at least maybe fighting more for Rhaenyra. Yeah, absolutely. But that's over, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's craziness, craziness. Um, and then to add to the craziness, we have Sir Kristen, who I think needs a good therapy session. Because this guy has it. become way like rogue. I'm trying unhinged. to hinge. Yeah, unhinged. That's the word. Um, he's just he's just whacking folk. Like and like, was it an accident? Not really. No, I don't no. think so. I think that, that would pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me he, off too. He keeps getting worse. I don't like it. And you know what sucks the most is I was like a Kristen Cole stan. Yeah, at you the were. Beginning. You were. And look at him now. This is why you can't trust a man. If you're mm-hmm. listening to this, don't trust any man. You're Period. Not, you're not wrong. Yeah. I put Beesbury is a G-R-I-P. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then fuck you, Chris and Cole. I mean, he, he said it how it was, you know? Yeah, he did. He, did. I, he wasn't scared. I also just think in terms of, I mean, I'm dating a, uh, a, 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 a lawyer in training. So maybe my, like mind is just twisted on this but i don't think that the dying the words of a dying man should be acted upon really agreed like ever yeah, he was because you can say some crazy shit and also if you have like 20 years ago when you were fully sane and absolutely of like sound right and body and mind and all that crap mm-hmm. if you made the whole kingdom know your wishes that Rhaenyra was going to be heir to the throne and you didn't change that at all up until your dying words I know he didn't actually even say that but just say that is the story like that shouldn't be like legally binding (laughs) no and also too not to like fast forward but when Aegon later way later in the episode Aegon's like he literally had 20 years to name the heir and he didn't and then he's like alternatively he held up Rhaenyra's claim so what the fuck is we doing? Yeah, it's 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 all messed up. And then also that, you know, that there's just only one person who heard this happen. And, you know, so convenient. It's just so it's so bad. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. I'm actually like, I know it's totally fine for the story. And it's very believable in like this sort of medieval fantasy world. But I'm pissed off because it, I wish they gave us something better than this. I said it in the last yeah. episode, but I'm still pissed off about it. It feels like lazy writing to just be like uh, a misinterpretation is really what's going to set off the final act of this show. It it feels a little, mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't feel big enough for Game of Thrones. Like it wasn't clever enough writing. It just sort of is is yeah lazy to to me, and it's it's making me mad. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe the next episode is going to be a complete mind effort and and make up for maybe what we consider lazy writing yeah i was really hoping that we're gonna the only way i think they can resolve this is that rhaenyra talks to um allison Mm -hmm. about the song of ice and fire prophecy or it somehow comes up and i want allison to have the aha moment oh i misinterpreted that like that was wrong yeah, because, if that happens, it'll be like a too late moment. Well, I like, thought it, literally. Yeah, sorry, sorry, know. I'm buttoning in. But I thought it might happen because the Aegon, we're skipping way ahead here, but Aegon picks up the blade, the little knife at one point, mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if there's something on there that he could read and we figure this out. 
you know? It says, you're not the king, bitch. Yeah, it says, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> not your knife, bitch. Yeah, no. Take off the crown, bitch. But I don't know. It's like a prophecy that's like passed down. So I just, I just feel like there's, I want, yeah, I want, but, I want it to come to light. It's bugging me that people don't know the truth. Yeah, I agree. I'm hoping, I'm hoping though the last episode tr- like tries to resurrect like a better a better ending you know what i mean yeah. than what we think it's gonna be yeah i agree um yeah so sir Kristen, though he's got issues that's that note um major issues next note i have is yeah just to to, to put on the the queen sort of and how she is during the, the small council meeting um i i put a note that I, i'm unhappy that i wrote this but in all honesty like it is kind of true she doesn't really have the stones for this like Mm-mm. she's been talking the talk and she had her way crazy moment back when mm-hmm. where she you know tried to pulled the knife pulled the knife and sliced down an arm and all that um but now that she's finally getting what she wants she doesn't have the stones to carry it out and or was just naive enough to not realize that basically what she wanted was having Damon and Rhaenyra killed because there was no yeah. way that they were going to live happily. Um, no. So, yeah, a bit I also up- think, upsetting. Though, like, they have... Because, obviously, this is the, the night, the day after the king dies. So, this would have been... The party would have just happened last night. Yeah. So, I think, also, too, like, they have such a good, heartfelt moment that I think maybe changes Allison's mind as to what she wants. Mm-hmm. And I think everything happening so fast really makes her conflicted because she's wanted Aegon to be king for so long, but she also just had a really nice moment with Rhaenyra. And what she says, you're going to make a great queen. So now she's kind of like backtracking on what she just said. Mm -hmm. So I think she's just like, doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. I mean, obviously this would make for terrible TV writing. So obviously they can't do this, but if she truly did have such a great moment, like we all saw on the TV with her, like and Rhaenyra, that's also what makes it so shitty that she even like acknowledges the queen, the the king's final words as she interpreted them, because she literally just said that she thinks Rhaenyra should be queen. She knows that her kid doesn't want to be king, and it's all just a big fucking headache for her anyway. So why not just like not do anything about this? Just you know, say Rhaenyra's all good to go and that's it. Like, I, I don't get what she's fighting for. It's pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. Um. Okay, so yeah. But I did have a note. The Queen mentions one of the, the dudes to her left sort of says something and she says, you utter one more word and I will send you to the wall. And I think mm-hmm. that that's our first mention of the wall. I You're think. going to the ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sound yeah. button. I like that one. Um, that's that's a Dr. Phil sound button. Is it? Oh. You're going to the ranch. Ho- he has like a ranch. <laughs> all, anyway. of, all, all of your buttons are going to be Dr. <laughs> Phil. I love Dr. <laughs> Phil. Um, yeah, but I, I thought it was the first mention of the wall. I don't think I've heard of it since. No. So, There's been I mean, no mention. No wall. Not even a... Have they even mentioned, mentioned Winterfell? I was just going to say, I don't think they've even mentioned Winter. And it's a common. No, didn't, didn't I'm pretty sure Viserys. Remember this very first episode when they're Rhaenyra and Viserys are in the dragon 
the the big dragon skull mm. doesn't he say like winter? maybe he says like the long night or yeah he's like yeah, referring to winter like i guess but yeah nothing no mention yeah. of the wall so far though and the, the fact no. that that's a punishment as well because i also thought there. when she mentioned that i then also thought about all the people that are in jail and whatnot and i'm fairly certain mm-hmm. everyone just gets sent up to the wall so i don't pretty much yeah like why are they there but maybe they're just freshly mm-hmm. caught who knows but yeah john snow <laughs> in the wall Woo-hoo. mentioned freshly caught fish love it um what have we got next oh yeah i put a note good for that king's guard guard dude the leader of the, the king's lord guard. commander lord commander of the king's yeah. guard love um sir sir harold wester westerling that's his name sir harold westerling wow that's a powerful name i mean it's not bad add it to the baby list sir harold westerling mm-hmm. <laughs> the full name the that's just the first name. name it still needs just a middle name and a last name hyphen every gap that's there yeah. sir harold westerling mm-hmm. i love that we love sir harold we stan uh he's an icon he's a legend he's a moment he's got a great voice i want him to read me a book he has a scottish accent right yeah yeah he's scottish yeah yeah very powerful yeah Yeah, it's a good one um Mm -hmm. but yeah like i really like the moment of in it's not just in this show but in any movie or or show where i think that maybe this is just my stupid man brain but like guys often i don't know if you know this shay but guys sometimes struggle to convey emotion it's it's a real thing it's a real thing and i don't know so i i love when if they're not gonna give a character who's like a big butch man like emotional lines to say i like when they give them physical acts to show some form of emotion so the way that he takes off his cloak so like he really thinks about it and then slowly takes it off and puts it down sort of conveys Mm -hmm. that he's very sad about this but he's also doing what he believes to be right um yeah and i like that because yeah he could just rip it off and throw it on the ground and be like no Mm -hmm. and like throw a hissy fit or whatever but i just think respects his job yeah the way that he acted out i think kept him as the big strong sort of man dude but also showed that you know he's got his own thoughts he's not just a a mindless sort of mercenary i guess i like that yeah and i feel like too if and not to compare them again but if that was cersei if if cersei was in allison's position and that guy did that the dude would be headless so fucking quick he'd be hanging next to the other bald guy there'd be two bald dudes shining two bald deaths two bald deaths god they're baldists what do people have against bald people? I don't know, but your dad show. wouldn't make it in this show. My dad, he'd be toast. <laughs> Just a quick burn on your dad. There. Every, I think every podcast we've mentioned that my dad's bald in it. I don't so. think so. We haven't said <laughs> that. Like consistently, we have. No, we've never mentioned that. There's at least one or two other ones where we said it. I think it's funny. Hey, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not funny. It is. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. It suits him. Um, yeah, he looks good. Howie Mandel. Howie, well, he is 100% Howie Mandel, especially with those new mm-hmm. glasses. He's stylish. Mm-hmm. Very um, stylish. Okay, next note I've got here is um, everyone's out hunting for Aegon who's playing hide-and-seek. <laughs> mm-hmm. But wait, we, we skipped my girl Helena in that scene. Oh, what did we skip? Inform okay, me. Okay, so... Also, so Helena, sorry, 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 sorry. I this is very important to note. 
I hand wrote these notes, okay? So I've had a very busy day. Uh, and I was, McKinley is out at a, like a law school event thing. So I went to try a restaurant-y place, that takeout sort of food thing that I've been seeing the sign for and wanted to try. Because Halifax is apparently famous for Donner, which is like a Donner kebab to UK listeners, big Yum. lamb meat sort of sandwich thing. So I, I ordered one of these and was like, I'll run home, I'll watch the episode, and then we'll hit record. I only had an hour. So I hand wrote these because I, I knew my hands would be gross with Donner meat sauce and whatnot. <laughs> so then I couldn't actually write for like the first half of the episode. So then I just quickly wrote down my thoughts as best I could in order. So I might be missing a couple of things. That's okay. I That's what I'm here for. I'm yeah. the co-host. I have the co-host notes. You so, co-host the shit out of this. Go for it. What did I we will. miss? My girl, Helena. Helena. Who is quickly becoming my favorite character. She honestly, um, she like barely, she's barely there, but she has a I lot to, it. a lot of, she's Big like impact. salt. You know what? She is like salt. Right? Like she's barely there, but Big impact. Big impact. Agreed. She has a very high plus ratio for talking basketball. She's playing few minutes, but she's making a lot of passes. <laughs> she is. She's getting up there. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, um, Helena is in the in her room, mm-hmm. um, and she's got the nanny there with the with the children, the incest babies. Mm. And uh, Allison comes in, and she's like, "Yo, where's Amon? Or where's Aegon at?" And then Helena like looks around, and he, she's like, "Not here." Mm-hmm. which i thought was so sassy and funny mm-hmm. um and then they're kind of like chatting or whatever they're like where where is he and she's like i don't know and they're they're chatting and then um Amond sort of like is there but you don't see him and then the camera pans to the babies like the two little kids that are sitting there and i swear to god those kids say Amond, like they babble it really? so now i'm convinced and Here's my theory at this mm-hmm. part that Amond is the father of these children. Really? Like, Why? Because it's just a we I have other th- like other moments that are going to prove this Reese. I swear okay. to god this is the case. So sh- I, they're sitting there, they pan to these kids mm-hmm. and I have kids babble, like they're kind of just babbling and I swear to god you can hear them say Amond. And I don't know if it's just like because he's standing there and they're like, "Oh, that's my uncle Amond." Mm-hmm. Or if it's if it's because it's like, that's my dad. Because, Amen. wait, okay, sorry. So before that happened, they said, where's your dad? And then the kids... No. no, they don't say, where's your dad? Like, they're not really talking to the kids. The kids are kind of just there with the nanny. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to figure out where Aegon is. Mm-hmm. And Helena doesn't know because she said multiple times that he just ignores her and they don't have a good relationship. And then Aemond comes in and is like, I want to help try to find him. Mm-hmm. And it's just a weird like sequence of events where they pan to the kids and you hear them say Amond, which is kind of weird. Hmm. But it seems like one of those Game of Thrones things that is like intentionally put for a reason. And yeah. it's not just there. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that because I, I did not pick up on that. I, sw- I swear it happened. Or, okay. or I'm nuts. Or I'm like... No, I believe you. Just, as, as I explained, I was face first in a Donner sandwich, so I definitely missed a couple things <laughs> here. But um, Well, there you go. Something to look for when you, re- when you rewatch it. Okay. So, yes. does she say anything else at this point? Or it's just that's the end, they cut away? So, that's 
that's how that part ends. But when we first see when when Helena and Allison are chatting in the middle of their conversation, or maybe it was in the beginning, at some point she says again, "The beast beneath the, the beast board. beneath the boards." Yeah, I, I remember her repeating that, but that wasn't new information. That was from the no. the last one too. But she did say it again, which I feel like obviously we're gonna get into it, but um, definitely worth worth noting again but yeah i thought that scene was really interesting throwing your memory back do you remember if the last time she said that it was based around a conversation with eamon like if that's like Um, a trigger if you get what i mean like someone asked her about eamon and hmm. then she says the beef beast beneath the boards because i think she said it at the dinner table during the king's sort of like family dinner if anything it's it's not eamon it's an Aegon trigger because sorry Aegon. that's what i meant sorry yeah she comes in asking about Aegon, Mm -hmm. and then and then Helena says the beast beneath the boards again. Yeah. So yeah, I do think that the, it's definitely connected. And I have another theory for later okay. that is going to tie this all together. <laughs> Love it. Um, no, I like it a lot. But yeah, the beast beneath the boards we're going to have to come on to. Because I think I kind of suggested something like this might happen. I think you I don't want to. You were yeah. bang on right. I have a little ho ho ho. Give yourself um, a pat on the back. For well, that you got the first one with her because the first thing that yeah. happened, um, I can't remember what it was word for word that she said, but you predicted I, that one. Huh? The I one. The I one. The I Don't one, have yeah. to lose an eye. Yeah, you predicted yeah. that one. And then I kind of, I didn't really predict it, but I said I thought it would be something to do with the dragons <laughs> underneath them. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Next note I've got here is why do Otto and the Queen want different things when it were like why i didn't understand why they're both looking for Aegon, but wanting to him to be brought to them separately yeah i didn't i didn't really the only thing that i would say is that otto was gonna beat his ass it just seems strange like we didn't have enough back reason because I don't know, when you normally have two people hunting for somebody, it's normally you get, Mm -hmm. before that, you get their reasons as to why they're hunting them, and then also why they need to be the first ones to get them, otherwise the other person's going to do this and this. But we didn't have any reason why they were going against each other, because they both want the same thing. They want him to be crowned king. So I didn't get why it was a case of, you bring him to me first, and not the don't tell the queen kind of thing. It just seemed very like, Maybe like it not was enough like back to it. Allison, see, I think I don't know if Allison is fully committed to the idea of him being king. I think I think she does want that, but I also think that she's kind of like fence sitting. Mm. So maybe maybe she wanted to like talk to him first about it, or I doubt that. But that's the only theory that I could come up with. But I do think he wants to beat his ass. Mm-hmm. for running away yeah that's my only theory there yeah he because i mean we're gonna come on to it in a minute i guess so i'll just i'll, I'll put a pin in that um yeah we we see so Amond, yeah he comes into the room as as you were saying and he talks uh with the queen or his mom i guess the, but the queen and christian call about them going to find him and i just wrote mm-hmm. a quick note of Amond is still scary like he yeah. still commands a room He's got kind of this walk too. I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. it, but he moves very much like with zero bob. Like he just sort of hovers, hovers along, like a streetcar. 
Yeah, kind of. Like, I don't know. I'm a very Bobby person. I've been told many times when I walk, I look like I'm a cartoon character because I'm, I'm up and down like this. But <laughs> this guy, like, glides across the floor. And I think that that is just sort of, like, ominous in a way. Like, it's yeah, kind of, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like you've got no life in you. You're just sort of, like, floating along. Hovering. Yeah. You know so- what, though? I made a note that says, and I think that I'm spot on with this one. That Eamon looks like handsome Squidward. I'm really sorry, but I've never seen anything to do what? with SpongeBob. Okay. I know that, of like the rough characters. He doesn't look like Squidward, though. I had a deprived childhood. My parents didn't pay for good kid TV. Um. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. You don't. I'm gonna send this. Okay. I've all the viewers from Canada who are listening right now. You obviously know who Handsome Squidward is because legend. But this guy, Eamon, looks exactly like Handsome Squidward with an eye patch on and a blonde wig. Okay, right. Just to clarify, the picture you just showed me isn't actually what Handsome Squidward looks like. That's like been docked. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I was expecting to see this. I don't know who it is, Shay. So you can't show me like a photoshopped version of a character. That's insane to me that you don't know who Handsome Squidward is. I know who Squidward is. Is it SpongeBob? Is in SpongeBob and Squidward? Yes. Okay, I know who Squidward is, but Handsome Squidward. So there's a part of there's a part in (laughs) in SpongeBob when Squidward basically becomes handsome. Oh, okay. I just googled it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You put an iPad. Okay. Now the photo you showed me makes more sense. I get (laughs) you. Anyway, sorry, everybody, but handsome Squidward. Blame my parents. They should have bought that premium did, TV. Did you guys not have? They did. It's just didn't my, so in the UK, basically, there was Sky TV was what you had to get to get any channels, basically. Or you had Freeview TV, which was just what the government provided. And that's what I had was government provided TV. That so SpongeBob, like Nickelodeon, propaganda. Disney, all that stuff. I didn't have any of it. So Hannah Montana, Zack and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place, High School Musical, oh SpongeBob, Phineas and Ferb, all of these things. I don't know what they are. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's it's very that's tragic. Really sad. I want to give you a hug. Thanks. That's a bit sad. I mean, you know, it's it's been rough, but I I made it. Look how you turned out. I know, I turned out totally fine. <laughs> I didn't, like, move country to get away from anybody. <laughs> totally fine. That's why fine. you came to Canada, so you could watch Spongebob. Yeah. <laughs> they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. All right, next we have the House of the Silk scene, which was, try- like, that lady for... For knowing who she was talking to was throwing some sass. Like she was very she was very in control of that conversation when I, I thought she'd be a little more on edge. But no, also her and Eamon did it. I mean not the yeah, way it, that doesn't really surprise me though. I don't know if they did it, but she knows that he was there young. Yeah. I think these I don't know. All these characters are doing things before the age that they should be doing things. Also, I'm just going to read out the whole note that I wrote. I wrote House of Silk. Someone is, oh, sorry, House of Silk, brackets. I hope someone isn't partial to a brothel scene. (laughs) 
But we Damn, did, I really wish they had a brothel. We didn't go inside. I was gutted for you, to be honest. But I only would have enjoyed it if Damon was in there. What if Damon was in there? Like they opened the doors, or like and he's just there. He's just there, <laughs> just fully naked, just banging some people. He's like, "What's up, guys?" It's so funny. Oh, okay. Also, so yeah, go for it. I have a note here that we we missed one part that I want to say because the note is funny. Um, like when we were saying how two different search parties have been sent out to find Eggy. Um, mm. But one of the search parties is the twins, and I have adult twins are weird. Okay, so I actually had a note about them early, like later down here, but yeah, let's talk about that. Adult twins... I don't like adult twins. No, so, there's something wrong about that. I mean, it kind of sounds as if you want one of them to not make it out of childhood. I just... When I think of twins, I don't think of two grown men. I think of, like two kids i think there's been a fair few like henchmen who have uh, they've <laughs> always been made like adult twins in movies mm-hmm. i don't know why in I just... movies it's it's okay like it's it's weird but if i saw two adult twins out like in the real world mm-hmm. i would get a queasy feeling in my stomach twins are um interesting when they finish each other's sentences and stuff there's these, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're famous on Instagram and TikTok and all that, but there's these two twins in LA and they both like paint. They're like artists and they sell their like work, but they literally mm-hmm. like you watch like interviews of them and they like finish each other's sentence like bang on all the time, like mm-hmm. halfway through. It's it's really weird. I don't like that. Like it's, it's weird in a cool way. Sorry. Weird makes has a connotation of being like negative. Like it's very fascinating. Spooky. I'm interested in it. It's but. spooky. Um, my note on the uh, the brothers um, uh, is down here somewhere, and I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> nope, um, we're not there yet. We're just we'll we'll get there in a minute. Um, so then we have the uh, the the bending of the knee scene, mm-hmm. which I don't know why, but I don't think that the hand of the king should have as much power as he currently has considering his boss is dead because a new king so i i I kind of get it in a way because the hand of the king i guess is like supposed to act on the king's wishes and behalf and whatnot so it does kind of make sense if the king dies hand of the king is sort of temporary Mm -hmm. but it also doesn't make sense because like he's He's actively it's not like he's actively like just keeping the peace until the next king's in charge like he is currently making like big moves and ordering some heads of families to be like murdered which is just weird yeah he's he's definitely overstepping his bounds but yeah i think he's there for continuity between the kings so i guess in that way it does make sense but yeah yeah, he has a lot of nerve okay a lot of episode. He has a lot of friggin' nerve. Mm. Like, sit down. I mean, I you say sit down, but he is he's very close to sitting down on the actual throne. Like he's he's no, he teetering. Is. He's he's hovering over. He it. is. He is like putting. He's like sizing up his butt cheeks to see how much yeah. of a seat cushion he's gonna need on that thing. Yeah, like a porta potty where you don't want to sit down fully. You just kind of hover. You over. just do that power squat. Yeah, he's power yeah. squatting. <laughs> Um, next note I've got is kid fighting ring brackets ESPN. Right? Why are there? Who has a kid fighting fetish? I don't know. In the writer's room. George R. R. Martin, maybe. Maybe it's in the books. 
bit weird. It's very weird. I've never, ever, like, ever heard of this. I've heard of many weird things in like books and movies that they make kids like do, but fighting. never. Do- yeah, it's normal. Animal cockfighting, animal fighting of all kinds is a thing, but kids fighting, like, and also like growing <laughs> out fights. their nails and what filing their teeth so that they can like be more formidable is like a whole thing. Why did he? Why did he come up with that? Uh, well, I don't like, know what? why it's here. What does it serve us? Other than I mean, like for the like... for the white worm lady, I guess that's what she wants cleaned up. But it's very mm-hmm. strange. Also, who like actively is participating? Like, why are that. they betting on this? Although, listen, if if you could pay to see some kids fight each other, would you do it? No. Oh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't either. No, God. Like Shay, you've got. We need. Sorry. I don't like children. I think it it might be like a little bit fun. If I guarantee no one would get severely injured, it might be funny. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm going to try and save you from the deep hole that you just dug yourself. Because <laughs> you're being judged hard right now, just so you know. Sorry, guys. Not by me, just by people listening. I can I can hear the judgments coming in. Here's, Sorry. I'll throw, I was PG. I'll throw you a rope and you can choose to climb yourself out or you can dig deeper. Um... I do sometimes enjoy watching stupid like home videos when like there's two young kids and their siblings or whatever and one just slaps the ever loving shit out of the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you just hear a big and they're like down. That those kind of videos are, yeah are very funny. You know, or there's like one like kid like is clearly smaller and he goes to push the big kid and the big kid turns mm-hmm. around and pushes him back and the little kid goes flying for like a year down a touchdown like Super mm-hmm. Bowl, like you know, sports. Um, sports. Yeah. This like, is a sports podcast now. Oh, this could totally be a sports. Here's what you need to be a sports podcast. First of all, you have to talk way closer to the microphone. Second of all, you have to talk way louder and more excited because sports are exciting. <laughs> and then you also have to wear a jersey. Which I'm wearing a jersey covered. and drink Mountain Dew. Next so. thing, you just need a sponsorship that's kind of like this. Hang on. Hey, are you a man and you want to start shaving your chest? Sign up with manscaped.com slash the pineapple theory to shave those balls and get a touchdown because sports there we go (laughs) that's that's how you do a sports podcast manscaped is gonna reach out to us and say look that was incredible yeah they are a million dollars i i honestly i would have so much fun i'm not a writer by any means i'm terrible at writing but i could write so many good ads for manscaped but they would be purely like, I feel like I would be like a mole in their society because I'd be waving my like, I'd be wearing like under my sports jersey, I'd be wearing like a I love feminism shirt. And I would just be like writing like clearly stupid jokes for them that are sort of taking the mick out of them to if you know, you know, I feel like I'd have fun doing that. I think that you would rock that. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much what I do for a living. Yeah. I write puns all day, so kind of the same yeah you just need to do it about (laughs) shaving balls and being manscaped (laughs) i think it's so funny that they get like oh have you seen those manscaped ads where they get like a really beautiful woman to be like hey i want you to get manscaped because my my man is smooth as butter 
and they're like, this will sell it. Mm-hmm. So classic. All right. Sex appeal. Um, classic. Yeah, kids fighting. ESPN Plus. In fact, fuck it. Let's do that. Hang on. This Sunday on ESPN Plus, you can see little tiny Tim facing off against Greta Gerg Longnails, and they're g- they're gonna fight and be epic. Sign up now for ESPN Plus this Sunday for Kid v Kid in uh, uh, fighting kids. Greta Longnails. Greta Longnails. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Greta Thunberg. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally thought you were, you were going to say Tiny that. Tim. Like, oh, no. Tiny Tim versus Greta Thunberg. <laughs> oh, save the planet, people. Recycle. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Um, anyway. there what was, was this episode about? One main thing to take away from the kids' fighting scene, and that is yes. um, that Aegon has a couple bastards running around, I guess. He surely does. But, One of them is in the the pit, the ring, just but, sitting there going. But does it matter? Because here's the thing: yeah. they did this with Robert Baratheon's sort of storyline, where they teased for ages about Gendry and sort of the bunch of Baratheon sort of bastards lying around. It never really mm-hmm. came to anything. Like mm-hmm. Stannis, or was always sort of the the main like the brother was t- claiming to the throne way more than the bastard kid was yeah so i don't think it's going to mean anything i think the only the only element that would come into it is that he because don't they mention that he goes and watches these fights mm. that he's like so he's a page so he's essentially contributing yeah to the to the squad the mm-hmm. kid fighting squad by with his own children and then he's going to watch them fight which is very fucked up yeah he's kind of like both the scout and the coach and the fans yeah mm-hmm. like it's you're too involved way too involved so yeah that's the only thing i could think of in that case but i yeah, mean we know this one. guy is fucked up in the brain and yeah. he has done some very questionable things so honestly like impregnating a bunch of women to then give birth to then make his kids fight in a kids fighting ring isn't too out of the there's so much yeah there's so much trauma there there's so much that's a lot him and Kristen cole could get like a buy one get one 50 percent off oh Kristen cole is a very different kind he needs a different therapist he needs like anger management yeah and clearly i think he has mother issues Oh, for sure. Because he clearly sort of gets attached very quickly to the women in his life and for sure. Like worships them very quickly. So I think mm-hmm. he yeah, has mother issues. Mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, next note I have here is Amond clearly wants that throne. Yeah, that's what I put. I put Amon wouldn't mind being king. No. And honestly, I would prefer him to be king right now. Agreed. Because he's honest, he seems he's very scary, but he hasn't done anything bad yet. You no, know, I don't even think him stealing the dragon was that bad. No, it was honestly. like the kind of yeah, it was cunning. It was good. But I kind of think they're trying to do like the same thing that they did with Damon, where we don't really know mm-hmm. where he sits. Mm-hmm. Like he could be bad, he could be good. 
so far he's been neutral. Yep. So maybe he's actually a black ally. Like maybe he's gonna come to the to well you know, the Targaryen side here. Note, I have again a little further down because there's a quote that I want to add into this, but um, we'll put a pin in that for now. But remember that ally sort of like thoughts. Um, next thing I've got is, and let me just double check on his name because I don't want to get it wrong <laughs> here. Classic Reese doesn't know the names. Oh, yeah. I don't know anybody's name in this show. I feel like I've done a really good job with the names. You've done really well. I, I know the... No, I you don't. You can put the faces... You could put the faces... Like, you could tell me where they are in the show or, like, mm-hmm. who they're related to or, like, even a really rough butchering of their name, but you never can seem to get them, like, 100%. No, no, I can't. I just... I have nicknames for all of them, and that's what I've, I've stuck to. <laughs> Um, so it's Larry Strong. I just put little finger dude is being very little finger. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have a different nickname for him now. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to put a pin in it. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Got to respect the format. We're going down oh, through guess. the episode. There's just so much to go into here. Yeah. It's all happening at the end of the show. But, um, yeah, Littlefinger is being Littlefinger. And what I mean by that is the scene where he sort of snakes his way into the king's uh, king, hand of the king, Otto's room. Mm-hmm. And king calls him out on spending a lot of time with his daughter, the queen. And then he's like, well, you know, it could also benefit you. He's just yeah. very... Yeah, it's, it's, it's little fingery because it's sneaking around, but also it's like double crossing people. And when your back's against the wall, you bleed information. Like you, you let out what you need to to get out of that situation and you keep going. Yeah, so, yeah. He's, he's a little snaky boy. Um, next thing I've got is um, Allison going after uh Rhaenys and that whole conversation which honestly when i when i was watching it i didn't think had as much to it as i now definitely think has to it based on the actions that then proceed um so let's talk about it i first of all i love her we were talking earlier before the Rhaenys, podcast started yeah yeah that we both love her she's such a baddie I'm... And I genuinely think that she has one of the best quotes of the entire show Ooh. in this scene. Go for it. Do you have it written okay. down? I have it written down because it's so good. Mm-hmm. So her and Allison are talking about how Allison basically says to her that you should have been queen. Mm-hmm. And then um, Renice is like, well, I never thought I'd hear you say that. Um and anyway, it seems like it's almost like a feminist comment that she makes. Yeah, it is. Talking about uh, Allison. And then Renice turns around and says, You toil in the service to men. You don't wish to be free, but rather make a window in the wall of your prison. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding? It's a, it's one hell of a, a detailed so line. Yeah. It's so true, though, because like, and then she says later, she says, Have you never wished to sit on the Iron Throne? Mm-hmm. Like, she's basically saying, like, you could literally sit on the throne right now. Mm-hmm. Because for all intents and purposes, she probably could. Yeah, she could. Like, I mean, she already has been, basically, for the past few years, anyway, because the king's been exactly. too sick, right? So she's already exactly. been doing it. Um, I 
would go as far as to say that Rhaenyse is probably my favorite character in this show. And Damon is my most entertaining character by far. Like, I think that he is, like, you know, the most entertaining to watch whenever he's on screen, something awesome or something entertaining is going to happen. But Rhaenyse, I just have, like, a mad respect and, like, awe about her. Like, I really think that she's... Because Rhaenyra sort of had that for me in the first few episodes, and then there was, you know, the change of actor, and it was sort of a little slow, and then it it came back last episode, but she wasn't in this one, which is, again, meh. But Rhaenys, like, has always sort of been there, and maybe it's just the actor and the way that they hold themselves, but is always very, like, proud and in control. Like, there's no situation that you can peg her down. She just is, like... Yeah, in she's control. Very, I like it. Yeah, she's very like statuesque, mm-hmm. which I think is. But I think they do that on purpose, right? Because technically, she had a better claim to the throne than Viserys. So I yep. think they kind of make her seem very queenly mm-hmm. as best they can, because they're kind of showing you like this is what we could have had. Yeah, this but, is what we got. Yeah, we've said it before as well. But like, I also like that that has never made her like seem lesser like she's moved on from it and has sort of like done the best with what she's got kind of thing yeah but i do think and again we're going to come on to it uh but i do think that this is the first time we see her sort of crack and sort of fight back against the rules and obviously in a big way and it's pretty freaking awesome um yeah so they have their whole conversation and the next thing we have we get introduced to the white worm and I have her name begins with an M, Marsaria. Marsaria. Which yeah. last episode was was this was that little sneak peek kind of thing that we thought you know it wasn't really that important. Like we knew it was something, but it wasn't right there and then. But mm-hmm. this is Damon's hoe from the first like episode or so that he was gonna marry and then didn't and all that sort of jazz. And now she goes by the White Worm. And I just have, yeah. a, like, why that name? None of that is making any sense to me. I was thinking, though, the only explanation for that I could think of, and this is very far-fetched, and I'm reaching into my English major bag for this one, but All right. the white worm kind of seems like white as in, like, the hair. Like, maybe she's, like, a little worm that, like, worms her way into the, t- like, the the, I don't know the castle or like the crown because um, she's kind of involved with all their bs and she was yeah. involved with damon who was blonde yeah now she's dealing with Aegon, who is also blonde hmm. i don't know that's my only theory but probably probably far off no it's honestly i can't think of anything so we'll take that that's good enough um yeah she is somehow very in the know of uh, what's the the twos and froms and what's going on in the castle um so that in itself poses some questions obviously she's got a little spy network that she's working with um she also we know for a fact she's got the queen's handmaiden sort of reporting to her mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. we get the big reveal as to why she's taken um Aegon, and it's to stop the child fighting on espn like mm-hmm. she she wants an end to that and then she has admittedly like you're you're totally right Rhaenys' line is probably the best one in this episode but I wrote down a quote for what she says because I thought that was a pretty good quote 
He says, there is no power but what the people allow you to take. And then um, Otto then says, I will remember and kind of smiles, which mm-hmm. to me was straight away like she dead. He's going to whack her the second he can yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, I just like that line. There is no power but what the people allow you to take. Because it is kind of true. And I then thought about that line later on when Otto's announcing the king is sort of the 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 next, you know, he, during the coronation scene or whatever you want to call it. There's so much more of the people than there are of them. Like, they easily, easily could have killed them all there if they if any of them brought a couple pebbles and they all just push at one go. Like, they, they're all gone. So yeah, exactly. I think the overwhelming amount of people that, yeah, doesn't show as much weight or as much power as they have. They are just always kind of very medieval-like, but they're always just kind of sheep and they just do as they're told to do. And the next person's in charge, next king, queen, whatever, and that's it. But yeah, this was really cool. I like that line. And I like that she's she's doing something to mess with the powers that be. But yeah, yeah, she's a cool character. Take a different name. I'm White excited to see what she does what she does like in the next episode or even in like the next season oh, I, think I feel like she's gonna have a bigger part i'd be shocked season. if Otto doesn't try and have her killed though i think she's gonna yeah. she's gotta lay low for a bit she's gotta go into the earth where i'm her way down seems there. a little bit spooky to me she, like it seems to me that she's into like some crystals or, she, or some voodoo she gives me uh the red woman yes. fire religion vibes big time because here's what i okay so when they're in the espn child fighting stadium and (laughs) Mm. her sort of like servant lady or not her servant but like her assistant sort of comes Mm. in to find the two brother twin adult creepy people i thought she said the white woman you'll be interested in what the white woman has Mm. to know and then i thought about the red woman and i thought maybe Mm. this is some like sort of like um earth wind and fire sort of situation we've got going on where there's one of each element but then it was white worm and i was like oh well that's so disappointing well maybe it's earth though you know what okay this reminds me of a theory that i saw on twitter i'm not going to steal the creds for this because i I don't know what what's going on here but it i'm going to pitch it to you and see what you think okay i mean i'm all yours speaking of the red woman so we know that the red woman is like an old she's an old gal she's lived for like multiple centuries yeah so somebody on twitter hypothesized that talia is the red woman talia is the handmaiden in this yeah talia Mm. is allison's like chamber lady or whatever Mm. someone because they look kind of similar they do and they were saying how because Talia is involved with the white worm that she's sort of like in the know and she's an interesting character because she's not just like a static character. She seems to be involved in like the goings on of this family. Mm-hmm. So somebody pitched that it would be really interesting if she was because obviously this is 200 years before Game of Thrones. So technically the timeline would line up. Hmm. I don't know. It's it's an interesting theory. I don't know if we have enough to like prove it, but I like it. I just don't like what is what is Talia currently gaining? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, like that's what I mean. Like I don't know if there's enough to prove it, but it's kind of cool. I mean, we said it before, but I want 
more of them in it that was the only religious sort of thing in other than like the whole sparrow and cersei sort of stuff because obviously that was its own thing but yeah the red woman i want more of that religion because also there was that dude that couldn't die that had the flaming sword and his little healer guy whatever their names were but like his name that was like a whole cool thing and it didn't get anywhere near enough screen time agreed flaming sword guy game of thrones yeah we got to look up that guy's name because he was a cool character uh beric oh yeah beric don something beric right don dorian i am so smart you're just the you're just smart. i knew it was don something call him donnie donnie well that's kind of donnie. donnie you had another baby name on your list that i thought was funny because um <laughs> Lauren said a baby name for her was Oak, and you instantly yeah. said, ugh, so basic. But then you also had Henry on your list. Okay, but Henry's a classic. There's a difference between being classic and basic. Reese. Okay, so I think that Oak is very actually like millennial, sort of like meh, like, you know, yeah. like that sort of North. Generic. Yeah. Oak, Sapphire, those sort of like names are very like, mm-hmm. you know, new, I think, but yeah you have henry on your list and that is like the most classical name ever there's so many king henry's yeah i i specifically would name him after henry the eighth yeah oh god (laughs) no um anyway um you uh also had a very irish name on that list i can't remember what it was but it was something like was it callahan no, 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 no. It was like fi- Adrian Finnegan or something like that. Oh yeah, Finnegan. Yeah, was I like Finnegan. Finnegan. I think yeah, it's, it's cute. very, yeah. Uh, very Irish. I'm Irish. You are Greece. Ireland, just straight through. Don't you understand that? I know that. That's why I just I'm was laughing. Irish. I was laughing because I was listening to it. And I was like, of course, Shay, who is all of Ireland, would mm-hmm. want to name their kid Finnegan. I know of a if couple Irish name... pubs named Finnegan. Exactly. If I could name my child Ireland. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, God. Should I name my kid Ireland? Just I know do that. it! Ireland isn't Ireland Baldwin. She's a person. Um, That's a person, for sure. Ireland. I don't know if you should. Ireland. Ireland. Get down here and eat your dinner. Eat your potatoes. Anyway. <laughs> Um, you also had ones that sounded you read them out this is still on the boys name list you never got to your girls name list by the way very upset maybe episode number yes, two yes I did you didn't you didn't read them out you just read boys yes, I names did. I read Francis remember Francis oh. I read Arden Arden oh what was the next one after Arden Arden was the last one the one before that was Arlie Arlie and Arden you had oh, no I'm sure it was on the boys name you had two that were like if you list. you rattled them off next to each other and it was way too like if you had two sons and named them those it would be like you're part of a nursery rhyme or something okay let, let me figure out which ones you're talking about. sorry guys we just put, hit quick pause on the house of the dragon <laughs> episode for a quick read them off quickly. toxic review Arthur Henry Oliver Ernest Finnegan, don't bang the Holder. table Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm really passionate about I it. don't know if we heard any of that because it was just like, dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'll, I'll go over it quickly. Arthur, 
Henry, Oliver, Ernest, Finnegan, Holden, Torin. That was it. Holden and Torin. That are cute names. No, it's the cast of Game of Thrones, the wildlings coming down the stairs. <laughs> Holden, like, you can just, like, imagine. Wait, wait, wait what were they getting? Holden and what? Torin. Okay, Torin, Torin Grey Skull sounds like a great sort of wild and and then holden <laughs> holden uh holden boartooth or something like that would be like the other one <laughs> holden and torin get down here now no you're not nordic you can't do that okay reese hey i have a very welsh name and i have welsh family because i am wales so i do like i actually do like your name thank I you i like the name reese I appreciate a lot. that I You're like welcome. the name Shay a lot. So let's get back on this episode. Thanks. Of Wait, no. Let's just play a fun little game. Of all of these characters, pick one guy name and one girl name that you would name someone. Other well, than, obviously... All of the girls are named Rhaenyra, so... Well, you, I guess your guy was, what, Sir Harold Westerling? <laughs> all one. That's a, that's a bad... Like, that's a badass name. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like Gisaris. I kind of think that's a cool name. Gisaris? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then for girls? I do like Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra's pretty cool. Rhaenyra's cool. Yeah. But Emma is cool, too, because it's spelled A-E-M-M-A. Mm-hmm. It's like Emma. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Um, I do like Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. I really like Lainor. Really? But I, I like, like the character. I don't like the name, actually. No, I don't like the name. Because now I'm just like, Lainor, come get your dinner. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Are you the housewife? Yeah, I am. In that scenario? Am. I am. Yeah. Um, maybe Lena. Lena's not so bad. Lena's cute. Jace yeah. is all right. Aegon and Lucero. Um, hmm, okay, right. I'm Baymond? Ooh. <laughs> okay, I've decided. Powerful. I'm going with... I'm going with Rhaenyra and for a girl and for a boy I'm actually going with Otto I like Otto boo I like the name Otto it's kind it's what's the what's the kid in sex education he's like Otto or something or something like that I don't know if you've seen Uh, sex education it's a good show yeah sex education otis otis is his name otis yeah otis otto it's close i like that i like his real name better i like the name asa a lot i think it's really pretty Mm. for a boy asa so cute anyway also otto his actor's name is reese spelled the same way as me so that's true reese iffens reese iffens love that guy um yeah let's get back to our notes fuck it uh okay this so this podcast is all over the place this is freaking wild honestly whenever i play the wii music we get weird shit goes down mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i hate that button so much. it's so loud i don't so much louder than the i other don't ones? know i do know i've probably done it but <laughs> There's like some that are like, okay, so I won't change the volume level. Okay, this is probably my quietest button. And this is probably loud. Okay. Aegon and Aemond have a, when they finally catch up to him, they're sort of holding each other and 
Aegon screams, let me go. And Hold on. Oh, we skipping something? We're skipping one of my incredible theories here. And I'll, I'm going to go over it quickly. Because okay. I thought it was really smart. Okay. Uh, so they go into this like temple. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where is he? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh my God, the dude's like hiding under this like weirdo like Crypt altar. Thing, yeah. And they pull him out. And guess what I thought in my head? The beast beneath the boards. Oh, because he's hiding under there? Yeah, because I think that he's the beast. Because this goes back to the fact that she's ta- always talking about Aegon when she says that. Mm-hmm. So I think that she's foreseeing that Aegon's going to turn into like a beast of some kind, like some kind of like evil dude. Mm-hmm. the beast beneath the boards just a theory obviously there's another explanation for it later on yeah but i thought it was cool it could be it could definitely be another thing another thing coming out from beneath um my it's a two for one a two for we got another two, two for, for one i love it a two for bud i need a button that's just plays the canadian national anthem <laughs> just that would be good um you playing it on your on your bagpipes Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, right now. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you wanted me to. I thought you were going to record it and add it later, but he literally pulled that out so fast. is off the fucking rails what are we doing that was iconic um i had a point yeah okay why is he in the crypt couldn't tell you because the white worm stole him like he ran away the white worm catches him and puts him in the crypt why does he run away he must like does he hear that the king is dead and then he runs away literally nobody even knows the king is dead and then they're all like we have to find it yeah it never made it it never made any sense at any point why he ran away why he's in the crypt bit and also, why are they, like, what hold does the white worm have over him at this point? Because they literally just yeah. pull him. There's no one else there. He's just hiding under a thing, and they just pull him out of it, and that's it. Like, it's not like, so why do they pay the white worm? Like, the dude escapes. He then hides there, and she knows where he's hiding, so they pay for information. That makes the most sense. But what's his plan? He's just going to stay under there? Yeah, that would make the most sense if he finds out and he doesn't want to be king, so he books it. But it, I don't even it think would, that he but knows. But why would he hide there? Because when when they finally catch up to him, like as I said, I wrote it down here. He says like, "Let me go. Like I don't want to be king. Just let me go on a boat and I'll leave." Like, why didn't he just do that? So why didn't he just do that? Yeah, I don't get that part. Yeah, the whole thing was a bit off. It seemed like we if were you missing a scene. That scene leave a comment oh let, us, let know. us know no one's listening at know. this point we have lost no. them shay they are gone this is just you and me from this point out 
Okay, cool. So we can say whatever we want. Then. Yeah, we had a couple listeners, and then we yeeted um, Lauren off in the first ten minutes of the show, <laughs> and then we slowly just burnt out the rest of our audience. The only people that are currently listening to this are lost, and like so, like an old person who tried to like play the latest like news podcast and somehow found us and can't turn it off. Well, hey, if you're listening to this, we love you. <laughs> and now I've given us. them a heart attack, so now they're gone too. <laughs> they died. It's just Our us. Enemies. No one's here. Um, yeah, but anyway, the whole Aegon and Aemon scene saying, like, let me go. I think, and this is where we, when we put a pin in something way earlier before the whole bagpiping scene happened, you <laughs> said that Aemon might be a bit of a, a Black Knight kind of thing. And I think he might kill his brother. He might kill him. And I think he should. I kind of think he, like, yeah, why not? Fuck it. I think that we sort of, here's how I think a badass sort of finale would go. He kills him. But, But no, see, now that he's been crowned, actually, probably not. It'd be harder, for sure. But I was thinking he kills him. He takes the crown, and then we get a Damon versus Aemon scene. And that would have been pretty yes. cool. That'd be sick. But I also would take a Rhaenyra versus Aemon scene, because I feel like Rhaenyra's got more than enough badassery about her to, to, to hunt some people down. Yeah. I know that the next episode is going to be a big dragons episode. Oh, yeah. I got a note on that. Like, we're finally getting some dragon action next episode, oh, for yeah. sure. If we don't, I'll be shocked. It's, I feel like it's going to be all dragons. This is what John Honestly. was saying, that the show is just lacking. It's not having enough of the dragons, and they're supposed to be like a huge part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And there's not enough dragons. But House of the Dragon is basically just about Targaryens. So it's not actually about the dragons. So, you know, there's that. House of the Feet. That's oh, what they should call it. We're anyway. getting there. We've got one more note, and then we're on feet. <laughs> um, Allison and Otto... Um, have their little, you know, she catches him. She's got Aemon, uh, sorry, a- Aegon, fucking A. And uh, yeah, Otto's just like, okay, cool. You get your way. And that's that. Which then makes the whole yeah. thing as to why they're both hunting him down seem so much more pointless. Yeah. The I, whole running away. There's a lot away- of questions. Honestly, our, this is why we lost it on this podcast. Because this whole middle chunk from here, from like, yeah, the... Uh, Everyone's suddenly hunting for Aegon to Otto just being like, okay, you got him. That whole bit, nothing made any sense or mattered. Mm-mm. So Yeah, all redundant, really, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. We but then... the one thing that I got from this scene was sort of like, I kind of got the vibe from Allison that she was like a little bit in love with Rhaenyra. Hmm. Maybe am, am I like in the dark about this because I don't know I sort of got the vibe of like because she's basically like well how do I even know what I would have wanted because you pushed everything on me like I, I couldn't even make a decision I was basically a child but like he goes your childhood friend but he says it in a way that's like a gay thing I don't know I also kind of remember we were talking about in the beginning though how like when the very first episode when Rhaenyra has her 
her head on Allison's lap and they're like reading under that tree. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little, it definitely is a little cozy. Just saying. I kind of support that though. Like they would be a badass couple. They would. I just don't, I don't think there's enough, especially from Rhaenyra's side of things. Oh yeah. It's not reciprocated, but I think she's all about that uncle. Yeah. I kind of think Allison. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. We now get on to probably the best scene of the whole show. I was trying to think of a and the correct word, but yeah, it's definitely a scene. That's for sure. It definitely is a scene, and it and it happened, and we watched it. Do you think that this is the most volatile scene that we've seen so far? Nothing will beat Aegon slapping one out over the city, and then his mom just walking this? in and being totally chill about everything. That is the weirdest scene. That was weird, but I think this no, was because weirder. like no, no. No, really think about this, okay? Put yourself in that kid's shoes, okay? So you're standing up in the window, you're doing your business, and I then you're... I would never you're... do that. I know you wouldn't, but that's why it's fucking weird. Like, But I also wouldn't let someone look no, at but my I know, feet. But at least just on the family relations. Mm-hmm. So you're standing there over the whole city, bare butt naked in the window, doing whatever you're doing, and then your f- parents walk in, and you just have a conversation. And that's was different way then, weirder though. than like someone. Uh, admittedly, this scene is weird, but at least it's sort of like, in a weird way, it's like a, it's like a, tr- I don't know, it's transactional. Like everyone knows what's going on in that, and they continue as such. In that other scene, they can they just completely blank on what just happened. It's weird. I don't know. Okay, so. Littlefinger, who shall now be referred to as Little Toe. (laughs) Little Toes. You've got Little Toes? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thank you, everyone. We're here till Thursday. (sighs) Little Toes. um, Turns out he has a weird foot fetish. And this is possibly the origins of OnlyFans. Looking at him, though... If I saw that guy on the street, I'd mm-hmm. be like, yo, he loves feet. Yeah, he does. He looks like, even he without the whole like leg and whole, like, iron foot thing that he's got going on, he um, yeah. he, he does have a look. Um, Here's the thing. When this scene started, she walks in and remains standing. He gives off the tiniest intention that he has information. She sits down. He gives off a little snippet more. Then she takes off her shoes and puts her feet up on the table with socks on. And I remember thinking, are these the first socks we've seen in Game of Thrones? Because it was... That's what you took from this? Yeah, because it was so... No, at this point, okay? At that exact point, I was like, why are we seeing her like socks right now? And then I was like, that's weird. We've never seen socks in Game of Thrones before. Like, what's the point of that? 
and it seemed very strange. And then he gives off a little bit more information and then she takes off her socks. And I exploded in the brain of like, oh, we're yeah. doing some weird unspoken thing. Yeah. Like stupid me is thinking, oh, her feet must be sore from wearing those like high heels all around all day. And I'm like, that's like normal. Like take off your, you know, you kick them off. Shoes. You know? And then it like got progressively worse and I was like, oh. Yeah, and then oh. he gives off more information and then she turns side on in the couch, puts her little feetsies up on the couch and turns away whilst he then starts doing his over the city but on a on a on a opposite sofa next to her kind of thing. And I instantly thought that this was a Louis CK bit. Louis see and he's like, "Yep." Like this is this is how I imagine it went down. Whew. Yeah. Um. But also too, it's worth noting that they look like they're pros at it. They've done this many times. Well, that's what it, it then brings into question all the little conversations that they've had with each other, because. Mm -hmm. When did this start? How, how we never this see up this her? up until this point. We just assume that he's just giving her information and he's not just friendly. And he's gonna. <laughs> That's how it he's starts. Just a nice guy. That's how it always starts. <laughs> no, go. he was just really friendly. Oh, good lord! <sighs> um, I just ripped out my headphone cord. I can't hear anything now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm back. Um, yeah. It, like, how often is this happening? For how long has this been happening? I would and need to know. I don't think we're going to get an know. answer, but she seems pretty, like, this has happened multiple times. Yeah. But if, how if Allison yeah. survives all this, I think that she should release a tell-all book. Ooh. Of, like, mm -hmm. shitting on her dad and, like, Laris and, like, all this shit that she knows. Also, too, Kristen Cole's in love with her. So she's oh, 100%. Two, two dudes that are like... She's keeping him on the hook. Oh, yeah. She won't give in. Is it a little but on maybe, the nose that the dude with the broken foot has a foot fetish? Yeah. Is it? But also, too, this is a typical Game of Thrones thing that we should have picked up on. Mm -hmm. Like, we probably should have picked up on this before. Right. I don't know. There pro there's probably another scene somewhere in one of the episodes where she has her where she has has her dogs out. I would have. I'm telling you, this is the first socks we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um. I thought she had a tattoo at first. I, I thought she had a tattoo. I was just about to bring that up. Tattoos? I thought she had pasty white scratchers and then a yeah. tattoo. A little tramp stamp on her ankle. I'm gonna teach you some uh, Scottish hair, Shay. So here's a good phrase for all Canadian listeners. If you're ever in Scotland. Um, if you've got disgusting feet, then in Scotland, we would call that skitty scratchers. <laughs> skitty scratchers? Yeah, so skitty is like kind of gross or like unhygienic, like, oh, you're, you're skitty. And then scratchers mm -hmm. are your feet. So skitty okay. scratchers is like gross feet. Um, I'm going to use that. My sister and I say dogs. Put your dogs away. Or if, you're, if your feet smell, yeah. we're like, your These dogs are These dogs are, are really barking. Yeah, that's a good Them one. Them dogs are barking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Did you have to add the sound effect? 
Sorry, everybody. An- another sound button <laughs> right there. Oh, good lord. What's in the air today, by the way, Shay? Something's going on. It's because it's so late. Like, this is my witching hour. Yeah, this is this is true. This is late. I'm also Honestly, drinking a ginger ale. It's too late for soda. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've had just a long day of stress, so I think I'm just slowly losing the plot. Um, <laughs> next, we have... I am... Yeah, I wrote, I'm hating Allison's upkeep of this final breath crap. Because yeah. it's just the more and more they say it, the more and more stupid it gets. That you it would really so fake. like just the complete one eighty. Like I can't get over it. Like yeah, she's so okay with Rhaenyra, and then she's like the king mutters something in his dying breath, and she just takes what she wants to hear from it, and then runs a fucking mile with it. Yeah. To be fair though, like a small part of me does kind of feel bad for her because in her point of view. That all happened. And like, and because she kind of wanted it to happen, it definitely makes it more like palatable for her. And I feel like I'd be really fucking annoyed if my dad told me that I was going to inherit, my kids are going to inherit everything. And then I went and told everyone like, oh yeah, he said this, which he technically did to her. And then nobody believes you. Like, yeah, I agree that she's dumb for believing it in the first place, but in her point of view, like, I do kind of get it, and it would be frustrating if nobody believed you. I don't think she's dumb. I just think it sucks to, like, a, like again, this is just what TV shows are, right? But it just sucks to, n- like, know it and keep seeing it prolong out. Like, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. we know it's wrong. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I skipped over a note, but we put a pin in the, uh, the, the twin brother situation. You find it weird, obviously, just having twin adults in general, but just as far as characters and stories go, I love that they disagree because I feel like yeah. it's very stereotypical that if you do get twin adults in a show, they just are always like the same person, just doubled. And mm-hmm. I love that they actually disagree here and like one of them is going to help um, Rhaenys get out and the other one, like, you know is is still fighting for the king and all that sort of stuff i I just thought it was a, a unique sort of thing to do i agree and also i think it makes it interesting if she if he ends up going with renice or he ends up going to the like black side mm-hmm. then you'd have brother fighting brother because i believe in the pro- prophecy they say brother will fight the brother so mm. maybe they're obviously they're talking about like you know, like the the relationships between the two families, but I mean, that could be like a nod to that. What if it's um Aegon versus Aemon? Yeah, I definitely think it could be. I like we said before, I think Aemon might either kill him or fight with Damon and Rhaenyra. I don't know. Yeah, there's something he's got to do something. He's got the biggest dragon, so we know he's going to get involved here. Mm-hmm. Um. So next I have a little note where I said, oh, she's off to get her dragon. When she started sneaking, I was like, hmm, it's a good time to go get that dragon. Everyone's here. That may be my favorite way to sink ever. Um, Continuing the thought. I forgot it. sweet mary have mercy we both need lobotomies after this 
I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like a tube. It. I feel like they're right. It's when they stick the the ice picks in your brain. They used oh. to do that in the olden days. Okay. Yeah, and then they electrocute. No, they just stick the ice picks into your head. What's it called when why. they when they search around up your butt? A cavity search, like at the airport. No, 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 no. Like what guys have to get, like prostate <laughs> exam kind of thing. I thought they oh, called. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, thought that um, was uh like a lobotomy or something like that. No, that's not lobotomy. It's like it starts with a C, doesn't it? A co- something. Colonoscopy. <gasps> there we Colonoscopy. go. Colonoscopy. Yeah. Boom! We're all over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I remembered my thought. Nope, I lost Did it you? again. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my notes and I saw it and now it's gone. This shit's like the were... Marauder's map. I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. How Aegon, Im- the power immediately goes to his head. No, no, that's not the last thing. The last thing I said wasn't that. It was because before that, because we need to say about the carriage scene. Oh, that was it. She's off to get her dragon. That was it. She's off to get her dragon. But anyway, I was going to say, we missed the whole scene, as you correctly said, Shay. So we need to talk about the little Cinderella going to the ball carriage scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. I liked that scene. Yeah, it's a good one because we... um, I think it just puts him in more of the right mindset to accept the king ship thing because he generally mm-hmm. I think he's just got issues in well obviously he's got issues. Oh I mean, yeah. But I think the fact that knowing that his dad generally did say or again, he didn't, so we all freaking know he didn't, but as far as he's now concerned, his dad generally did say that he should be king and his mum loves mm-hmm. him. So he's sort of going in with like proud dad believes in me and my mom loves me which is pretty much the ultimate thing you can have as a kid yeah you know that's all you really need yeah the only other thing is you need your coach to give you like a little tussle on the hair and then you're great um yeah but But i feel like he nails he nails the entire issue that we've been talking about how he literally says he talking about viserys had 20 years to name the heir Mm -hmm. like yeah Pretty much. And Allison's just like, oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That 20 years to, to, to name the heir and remember how he didn't name you? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're bang on right, buddy. Oh, That's yeah. That's the smartest thing that you've said so far. That is. That's the, the best moment. Also, this whole episode, dude's got tears in his eyes the whole episode. He's... He is devastated. He looks like he needs to ha- like put on some Shania Twain and just get it out. Yeah. I have no idea if Shania it. Twain is even the artist I was probably trying to think of there. No. Does she have I'm some teary like songs? Dion. Celine Dion. That's who I had in my head. Or a Sarah McLaughlin. I will remember. Oh, some Simon and G. Sound of Silence. What are we saying? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yo, do you listen to that vinyl much? Because I have it on pretty much daily. It's on the track right now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah? It's the last one I was listening to. Nice. Yeah. It's so good. Simon Great. and Garfunkel Great. are just otherworldly. So good. Um, So let's, first and foremost, what does Shania Twain sing? <laughs> Shania Twain is probably most famous for... I feel like a woman. Oh, yeah. That's what he needs. That's exactly what he needs. Let's go, girls. 
Yeah, that's what he needs. I'm all. She's Canadian. Oh, she is. Twofer. Yeah. She's a twofer bud. If only I had my Canadian button. She's from Timmins, Ontario. Oh. And she grew up very poor, and her parents died in a car accident that she didn't know about. And she raised the rest of her siblings on her damn own. This woman is like a god. How do I not know this? Yeah, this that's Canadian lore for you, Reese. How does does she have like an MBE or something? Is she like knighted? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, because that's be wrong. pretty self-made to have yeah. no mama papa. You gotta watch. You gotta watch the Shania Twain documentary on Netflix. Okay, there we go. Bring it back to the why it's, it's relevant. Good. It's a good one. Podcast people for movies and reviews. Watch the Shania. What's it called? Do you know? Just type in Shania Twain. I'm sure you'll yeah, find we'll it. Yeah, we'll We'll figure it out. Okay, back to the point here. Carriage scene. Yeah, it's really nice. He then gets the knife and sort of picks it up as if he is finally realizing he's picking up the responsibilities that have been laying upon him. He's got his papa's knife and he is ready to go. We then have yep. him walking in. And all the knights are sort of doing their little swordy twirly stuff. And the music is in. He, sorry? The music in that scene. Oh, yeah, in. it's good. I was, I was like busting down to that. You don't often bring up music when it comes to a Game of Thrones show, like too, too often. They kind of do like themes, but that's pretty much it. But yeah, no, you're right. That was a good, a good score for that. Um, really added to it all. Um, I like that uh, he's still the whole walk up there. He's not quite sure. And then he turns and the crowd cheer and he loves it. He's a little attention whore. Yeah. This is what he's... You just see it. The power immediately goes to his head. You literally see it from him being like, ah, to being like, oh, I'm the shit. Here's the thing, right? Him shaking the bishop's hand over the whole city now makes a lot of sense because... He is like, I don't know. There's some symbolism there, some gross symbolism there. If he's like looking out over the people and he's probably thinking like, oh, these people don't respect me or whatever. But now he could look out over the whole kingdom and feel like, oh, these people worship me. Mm-hmm. Some weirdness going on here. Or an even grosser explanation is he thinks that he's their father. Oh, daddy issues. Maybe. So. Honestly, it says... um. I think, I mean, because we had that whole scene with him and the handmaiden where he, like, raped her, right? And he was like, oh, you know, it's fine kind of thing. Like, so I think we had early signs that he definitely, if he's given any power, he will abuse it. So uh, it's not going to look good for the realm. Um, yeah, he's not He's not great. I don't like him. So, yeah, uh, Aegon, little attention whore. And then we have the ground shakes... And the beast beneath the boards, arguably, is revealed. Um, yeah. And I don't want to say I called it, but I kind of, I had an idea that it would be a dragon bursting up from somewhere. So, yeah, you're bang on right to you, be fair. But also, you are completely right in the sense of um, your favorite character. She is predicting things. And definitely anything that happens with her in a scene needs to be overanalyzed. Yeah. She's a she's such a cool character. I'd say her and Rhaenys and Damon, obviously, because I'm a little Damon. I won't say I'm Rhaenyra. 
Yeah, I love Rhaenyra too. Mm-hmm. But also, like, did you did you see the part where obviously I'm really invested in this, but like Aemond and Helena are standing really close together. Yeah, they are. She's got her hand on him. Mm, I didn't see that bit. So But I don't it know. definitely here's the thing, I'm gonna throw you some Kindle on that fire. Um let's go back to the um what do they I call his his pig dragon? What do they uh, call the that? Pink dread. The pink dread. That yeah. was like his older brother like bullying him. So yeah, he I don't think he likes that at all. Yeah, so I totally can see he might be like, Oh, you bullied me as a kid, I'm gonna fuck your wife. You know? Like definitely a possibility. Yeah. I don't know if the podcast is picking up on those messages. I'm sorry if you guys are. That's McKinley messaging me. She is not respecting the sure podcast at all. Um so yeah. Um but what yeah. was I gonna say? Uh yes, definitely something between the two of them, possibly weirdness going on there. Also though, he sort of the way the camera is set up for this scene is he looks at everybody and everyone gives him a nod, like for the first time as he's king. So he looks at his um at the knight who's just crowned him. Also, weird that he was the one that crowned him, I thought. I thought that was strange. Yeah, why is Kristen Cole doing that? I don't know, but talk about rise from the dirt, because that guy Mm -hmm. came from a no family nothing, and now he's putting the crown on the future king? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Shania Twain rags to riches story. No, I'm kidding. That's not a fair comparison. But, like, he shouldn't be the one doing that at all. So, not happy about that. But anyway, he gets a nod from him. He gets a nod from his mom, and then he looks towards the sister and brother, mm-hmm. and they both don't really give him much a nod. They sort of shy away. A it's bit. so slight. It's yeah. such a slight. Like. I mean, Eamon definitely gives him nothing. There's no movement there, no. but the sister sort of like kind of. Well, I guess well, yeah, was his it's wife. Queen, right? Yeah, she but has to. yeah, no. There's definitely something. It's wrong very there. subtle. Otto's looking fucking beaming. I think the best thing about the oh, I burped. Sorry. <laughs> That is You can't sit here and attack Lauren if you're gonna do stuff. No, like that. I can't. I'm so Lauren, I'm <laughs> hang on. Lauren. I would like to take this moment to formally apologize to you that I have been gross this episode and incoherent at times. And it's not fair to you, Lauren that I slandered the amount of noises your body makes. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> um, you're chewing so close to the microphone is totally fine. And picking your teeth with a $20 bill should be allowed. And your feet up against the microphone... <laughs> is just something that you know you really know your audience so i apologize that's really heartfelt i i meant it i actually teared up she's gonna appreciate that okay if she's not listening no one's listening (laughs) at this point in the episode we've had to restart this bitch like three or four times there's a good (laughs) chance my editing skills won't even be able to handle this but here we are um 
Yeah. Dragon so, comes up from the floor, and the best fucking thing is seeing Otto's face go from a grinning, smirking assholeness to full on like, holy shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah, he shits in his trousers. Which on that one. all of this again? I know it's TV, and we're building towards a big finale. But why doesn't she pull the trigger? That's what I put. Like I she goes. Drew a face. So. <laughs> nice. Why no Dracaris? Why no fire? Because Renice, girl, listen up. You have hidden this whole episode in the crowd. You've been locked in your room before that, and you've been told this whole episode to make a decision, to pick a side, and yeah. then you're done. Like whatever side you pick, you're done. That's it. And then. Yep. You sneak away. You steal your dragon. You kill a bunch of innocent people. Like a ton of innocent people. And then you won't kill the guilty ones who you're now clearly going to oppose? What the fuck? I don't get that. You had them right there, dude. Like right there. Like the brag... The the bragging. The dragons... (laughs) Like, Breath. they were done. They were yeah. all toasty. Yeah. And didn't didn't pull the trigger, which I, like, it makes her a badass moment. Like, when she comes up, the, the like, the, the dust clears. And, like, you know, you see her in armor, like, on the back of her dragon. I would have that shit as a poster above my bed. Like, it looks oh, cool sure. as fuck. Then the dragon opens its mouth. And I get that you're just making them all shit their pants, and that's still very badass. But when you think long term, you've like I honestly think there's a chance now Rainice is gonna die. Yep, that's exactly what I. If she does, can we even feel bad about it? Like, quite honestly, she had them right in the palm of her hand. Oh, she did, and, and didn't fucking do it. To me, that's a wasted opportunity. And to me, like in terms of Game of Thrones, if you don't take that chance when you have it, you're probably not going to make it very far. No, yeah, exactly. It's it's kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. And she fumbled. She fumbled bad. Yeah, she she fucked. She <sighs> fucked it up. Renice. I hope that she, I mean, I also feel like she's going to die, but I feel like it would be awesome in the next episode if she does end up at least killing one of them yeah i okay so let's fact no put a pin in that for the very end because i want to talk dragon v dragon who v who because we need to redo our teams now we sort of need to make Mm -hmm. our roster and like redo who's what um Mm -hmm. next thing that was weird why are they closing the doors like whose decision was that to like because it's the knights are closing the doors but in doing so, they're like locking in their king and all the royal family with a dragon. I don't get that part either. What was the whole closing want... the door thing? Are they trying to stop her from leaving? I don't know how you're gonna. But if but they, is, if is they stop the her from leaving, all they do is make sure that she burns everybody in the building. Yeah. yeah it was, was very weird. strange. There was no need to close the doors. So I don't get who's... And who's authority? 
Yeah, who even said close the doors? Who's like, oh, dragon, better shut them doors. Leave that in there. Woo. Very weird. Also, it's not like the fucking thing just burst through the ground. Like, you think those double doors are going to hold it? Yeah. Jesus. Honestly. Very, very weird. I hate to say this, and I'm very tired, and I'm very heated right now, and I am on some weird shit, but... This episode might be the worst one of the season because not a lot is making sense. Like just purely on what happens in writing wise, I'm not seeing a lot of. There's no cohesion. I see a 10 minute episode of actual things and then 50 minutes of what the fuck was that about? But, but also too, if we're going back to what we know about Game of Thrones, Mm. usually the episode before the season finale is supposed to be the fucking the one. So, again, I, I know you said you didn't listen to this, but actually when we were talking about sort of you and the House of Dragons on our last episode with John on, John made a good point. He said that episode nine in every single season, which is exactly what you're saying, has like the biggest episodes. Like Battle of Winterfell, Battle of the Bastards, Red Wedding, all of these like big name things were like episode nine. So this is a little bit of a little bit of a uh, A little bit weird. So are they are they trying to change it up then? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think it's like I honestly think that they had a badass season that was nine episodes long. And then they realized, oh, shit, we've got to make another episode. We've got 10 episodes in our mm-hmm. quota, so let's just stretch this bitch out. Because also, not having any Damon or Rhaenyra in this episode is very strange. That's a bold move, because to me, Damon is, Damon is who I'm watching for. Yeah, but that's why this feels like a filler episode, right? Like, it's not like much yeah. is actually going on. Because also, also, like... Too, yeah. Why didn't they just do... Like, sorry to cut you off, but why didn't they just do like a part, like a part one, part two of like an insane season finale? Mm-hmm. Like they sh- they could have called this one part one, whatever the hell, and then the next one part two. Like we could have gone through. Admittedly, again, as I said before, King is dead was good. Small council meeting was good. Then we have the whole hide-and-seek game with Eamon, which could have been maybe 10 minutes long. All it's really showing us is he doesn't want it. They want him to want it. We already know that. Eventually, we get the carriage scene, and then he wants to want it, right? Mm -hmm. Then we have dragon burst through the floor. Shit goes down, right? She doesn't pull the trigger because it's TV and we need to have a finale. She then flies mm. back. We then get to see Rhaenyra and Damon's reaction to her bringing them the news of, just so you know, they've crowned a new king and you guys are on the outskis and I'm, I jump ship to join your team. And then we right. see a little bit of planning on their side of things. And then they call the episode. That would have been fine. Yeah. But instead we have this we whole even... middle hide and seek game that didn't do anything. It was just fighting kids and a white worm. Yeah, we. That's the thing. They don't explain stuff well enough, and then I feel like it kind of just gets lost in the muck of it all. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of just like, oh yeah, this happened. But I also, there's no guarantee that Rainey's is gonna go back and fight with them. She might just go back and say, look, there's some shit going down. I'm going back to 
where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Good luck, though. Yeah. Okay, so well, now we're on the point anyway because we need to, I think, determine teams. Because I didn't have any more notes. Uh, I just said, yeah, why are they closing the doors? And then I said, at least now we we know we're going to get some decent dragon action. Um, yep. Did you have any more notes on this episode, or should we just start going into like our uh, rosters? I only wrote one thing, and I was saying when the dragon was like, like roaring at mm. them, um, I thought it was funny that Aegon was hiding behind Allison, but that's all I put. Well, out, out, no, Allison stepped in front. Oh, did she? Yeah. So, so we get a side on shot when the dragon starts walking towards him. It's side on, and Allison mm. like grabs him and pushes, like she does the mom As thing. As if that's gonna do anything. Yeah, but... and then, you know, it wouldn't do anything. Okay, also, he's a Targaryen, it. so I mean, isn't he fireproof? Yeah. Why? Exactly. That's never explained very well because Damon, we've seen it already, puffs some fire out and then flies through it and is totally fine. Danny a bunch of times is fine by fire, but, but her brother isn't. Uh, no, her brother gets a melting crown on his head, like that gold. Yeah, but technically that shouldn't kill him because it's just hot. Mm, no, come on, that's like the weight of like but, melting gold. It would crush but her she skull. She says, she says, and I quote: mm. "He's not a dragon because dragon because oh, fire true. doesn't kill dragons." That's three points. Game of Thrones icon legend. I mean, you, you right definitely here. you've got you've got the stuff. You're gonna make the team. Yeet. I love the music for the oh, show. It's so anyway, good. so good, it's so good. Yeah, iconic. Okay, rosters. Let's do this. Let's start with okay. the green team because I mean we're already freaking there. High tower. Which, let's be honest, if they're the green team, let's just call them the Celtics. And they're going the against Celtics. the... Ra the you want Raptors or Bulls? Raptors. Okay. We're, I'm from Toronto. Okay? You gotta rep the six, baby. I'm all about that. Go Raps. We the North. We are the North. Okay, so we have the Celtics versus the Raptors, i.e. the green Hightower team versus the red Targaryen team. Go Targs. And here we go. We have <gasps> wait, yo, go, 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 go. Ooh, the wow. Raptors and the Dragons, dude. Oh yeah, you know that kind there. of makes a lot of sense. Oh, wait, what's the um, what's the Celtics? There's just a little leprechaun sort of. Thing. Yeah, it's just a little, a little mm. dude. A little. I was thinking, like, dude. is there any like high tower sort of castle sort of? No, not really. No, never mind. Never mind. There's never mind. the wizards, but no. That's yeah, right. It works. Anyway. I like the raptors and the raptors and the, the dragons. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. so we have number one. We have Allison Hightower. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be able to do much. She doesn't no, even have a dragon. She's on the team. Yeah, she's there. She's we on the bench, if anything. Auto Hightower. Yeah, he's old. He doesn't have a dragon. He might be able to command the army, but... Well, we're going to have a separate tally for dragons in a second. We okay. then have old. the new king, Aegon Targaryen. He could be a wild card. I'll say that. I don't see a lot from him, though. I just... He seems unhinged. Does he have a dragon? Yeah, he has a dragon. I don't know which one it is. Okay. So we have 1D. <laughs> 1D. 
We I then have Aemond Targaryen, but he's also a bit of a ringer because, or not a ringer, sorry, a uh, a black sheep maybe. Yeah, he could be. He could be a switch hitter. But important here, he has the biggest D. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, we just lost our last viewer. Uh, no, they were. <laughs> I think we just gained one. We're now talking about dragons and the biggest D. We're gaining people back, baby. This is how it's happening. Um, uh, help me. I've forgotten the name of the buddy. Uh, Helena. 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 Does she have a dragon? Uh, yeah, she's got Dreamfire for the Y. Okay, she has a D. Who else we got? We got Sir, oh, Kristen Cole. Yep. No D there, though. No, no D at all. And if he did, it would be small. Oh, yeah, it was. He's just got a wet blanket. That's his cape. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have one of the brothers. One of the brothers. <laughs> one of the brothers. The brothers. One brother. Hey, brother. There's an endless road to beat it. You remember that song? Honestly, yeah. that song, by the Great way, song. had way too good of a lyric to it. Like for like a, a dancey sort of disco song, the hey brother, that was like, oh my god. Um is that it? What uh, who else we got? I think that's it of the main ones. Allison, Otto, Aegon, Aemond, Helena, Kristen, and one of the brothers. Brother, man. One of the brothers. All right, let's move on to Team Raptors. Go, Raps, go. Go, Raps. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Nice D. D. Yeah, a big D. Damon. And his his D's a little red. (laughs) (laughs) <sighs> yeah wait what's his his dragon is Caraxes, right yeah uh, you, you're Caraxes. asking the wrong person i can't even remember their names on the dragons names. i only remember damon's d damon's d um we then have i guess renice yeah i don't know like we'll have to see but potentially put it this way she's, she's definitely the against the greens now yeah and she yeah, so has she's neutral, if not a raptor. A pretty badass D. Yeah, Maylise, I think her, that one's name is. And then who else have we got? Jacaris. Jacaris, yes, the kids. Yeah, the oldest kid. Do they have dragons? Yeah, they have. D. Um. Let me see. And then Lucerus, does he have a dragon? Lucerus, yep. Oh yeah, but his he's only got a baby dragon. Although no, maybe they're growing up a bit. No, he has Vermax. I think he's like a middle eight. I don't think he's a baby, but I think he's young. I think he's probably small. Okay, but he's got the D. And then Joffrey's baby. Baby, he's not fighting. He's not gonna be. No, but he has a dragon. Yeah, but it's not even hatched yet, has it? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I think so. Okay. Um. Okay. What about Bela or Rhaena? Uh, Ray, Ray, One of them Ray had a dragon. Reese. 
Oh, I've oh, I've got a family tree that I'm looking at now. So oh, don't okay. give me any credit. <laughs> You're cheating. I am. T- uh, I've been cheating. Do you want to know the worst thing? I've had this up the whole episode, and I still can't remember their names. I have to scroll really though. So in all fairness, it's just me scrolling. Um, yeah, which one of them had the older one? Bela. She's got a dragon, and the younger one, Reyna, was gonna get her mama's, but then Aemon yeah, uh, so stole it, so she doesn't have one. So Bela has, has a dragon. Yeah, Bela. Yeah. Wait, which one's the older one? Bela, I think. Bela's older one? Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I think so. Okay. Okay, who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? Um, We've got... I mean, Sir Vaiman Valerian and... Sorry, um, that was the brother. The actual... Corliss. Uh, we Corliss, think he's out. Yeah. He's yeah, injured. Yeah, we haven't seen him, so... He's, he's not even on the bench, so... Mm-mm. No luck there. I think that's the main ones. Yeah think that's pretty much it yeah the rest of them i'm seeing here are like maesters little finger dude but he's not really gonna be fight i mean i guess he oh sorry little toes sorry sorry <laughs> sorry everyone um little yeah little toes i don't think he's gonna be doing much do you remember like i don't know if you had this but do you remember the movie um oh, i can't even think of the name now but it has the little dinosaur and his name is Littlefoot. Hmm. did you ever watch that no. All the Canadian listeners will know about Littlefoot. Um, but anyway, sorry. The, all the Canadian listeners left when I started playing the national anthem on the uh, chanter. Was it uh, Land Before Time? Land Before Time, yes. Yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Littlefoot. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm going to put out a crazy prediction here because I'm looking at a picture of him and I said that I didn't want this to happen. I said I didn't want to see this character again. I wanted him to ride off into the sunset. But now that we're getting a big-ass fight and his mama is switching teams to the Raptors, traded last-minute draft, mm-hmm. I'm bringing back Sir Lenor Valarian, and he's coming with some ships. He's coming with some peeps. Yep, yep, he's been yep, yep. he's been making friends on the high seas. Hello, sailor. And he's coming back. <laughs> I'm pumped. I want to see him come back. Have you seen the outtake of Chris Pratt's joke um, in that show that he was in when he was like still fat and all that? And it's, um, they say like greatest comeback stories ever and they're all going around the room. Oh yeah. And they say um, yeah. Rocky Balboa, you know, stuff like that. And then <laughs> Chris Pratt's character says Kim Kardashian. And they're like, I don't think that was, and he's like, no, I'm fairly sure she gets come on her back <laughs> in that video. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Like the delivery of it. He's like, no, no, I'm fairly certain she has come on her back. Bad, bad jokes. Just funny. Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, because we were talking about him coming back. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Sir Lanar Valarian's going to come Heard. back like Kim Kardashian did. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I see him on his way on his return and i think he's bringing some some army and i think it's going to happen in a little bit of towards the end of the fight scene do you think it's going to be like a like a battle of the bastards thing when like sansa strolls in with Littlefinger and the knights of the veil okay so here's here's the day here's what you need to know that you don't know because 
Yes, it is going to be like that. But the original one that you should be saying, if you watch the movies, you'd be saying it's like when Gandalf comes from the hill on the Battle of Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings Twin Towers. Two Towers, sorry, not Twin. Oh my God. Wow, some fan you are. Well, it's bad that I messed it up, but then also I just throw in the Twin Towers into Lord of the Rings, but Two Towers, Twin Towers. (laughs) Don't get political on here. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, yeah, that Sansa thing was stolen from Lord of the Rings because that's Gandalf comes clutch. Okay. I mean, all of Game of Thrones is stolen from Lord of the Rings, so I mean, hammer dropped. Okay, so I have only got 7v6 here. We need another. <laughs> happened again. Oh my god. This is so unhinged. How long has, is this episode going to be? Lauren, I'm so sorry once again for that. <laughs> I've made another gross noise and I'm, I can't control it. I feel cursed. <laughs> this is a two hour plus episode. We're, I think we're bordering on to three hours. No, 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 no. I've only got two hours of recording. So if there is a whole third hour, I've not been recording it. Okay. Um, all right. So I have on the Celtics. Let's go through this. On the green team for the Celtics, we have Allison Hightower, Otto Hightower, Aegon Targaryen with a D, Aemond Targaryen with a D, Helena Targaryen with a D, Kristen Cole with a wet blanket, and one of the brothers. Oh, there we go. Perfect. The other brother makes up the seventh. Other brother. Then, opposing, we have, for the red team, the Targaryens, the Raptors, we the North, Number one player, we have Renera with a D. We have Damon with a red D. We have Renice with a D. We have Jakaris with a D. We have Lucaris with a little D. We have Vela with a D. And we have the other brother. Yo. There's way more Ds on the Raptors team. They literally doubled them in number. We have six There's against three, Ds. but... <laughs> Double the D's. (laughs) There's double D's. She's got double D's. This is a fucking riot of a show. Anyway. Um, They, Raptors have double the D's, but they also have the littlest D and the Celtics have the biggest D. That's true. And the biggest D is significantly bigger than all the others. She's a, she's a big girl. Yep. Yeah, she's a big girl. Also though, do you think she has much fight left in her? She old. Maybe she she's old. just freaking done, you know? Maybe she's just like, fuck that. I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to kill other dragons. Maybe she's going to be like a, the team captain type of shit where she's like not playing the most minutes, but she's like inspiring the rest. Right. Yep. I guess She's like you. a Kyle Lowry type of thing where oh. she's... Don't. No. He, yeah. Lowry puts in the minutes. Well. I think yeah, more like does. a Shaq. Like a shack, like he didn't put in yeah. as many minutes. He just sort of came on <laughs> when he when they needed a walk in. Um, Aemon Targaryen with the biggest D. It's worth noting that we don't know what his plans are. He might be self sabotaging. Yeah, if he switches, then honestly, I feel like he could crap. trip Aegon in the warm up to be able to become star player for the team. You know. For sure, he could he could literally 
fuck up Aegon in the sky. And then he's yep. like, yo, they killed him, dude. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? And it was his dying wish I'll that we over. just all gather around me. It's the last thing he said, and that's legally binding. It's legally binding because I heard him say it. Yeah, I heard him say that. He so. also said that he wanted to give me all his money. So mm-hmm. there's that. And his kids are mine. All right, what's your prediction then for episode 10, the final episode of this series? What do you think's going down? And or a second caveat on that question, are we getting left with a complete nice rounded ending or are we getting a cliffhanger? I think we're going to get a cliffhanger. You know what? You know what I think is going to happen? I think Rhaenyra and Allison are going to have some tea and they're going to talk this over. Mm, the love, the love get- brewing. Yeah, they're going to give each other a little bit of a smooch. Maybe on the lips. I don't know. Mm. And I don't know what's going to happen after that. But that's my prediction. No dragon balls. When you say a little bit of tea, are they having some plan B tea together? Ooh. Plan B cup of tea? I don't know. Maybe. But I don't think so. I think it's like a nice Earl Grey orange pico. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. A herbal tea? I don't know. You know what I'm thinking? I think in the Game of Thrones world, they should have a Godswood tea. A Godswood tea. Right? Like Bark of the Godswood. Ooh. Ooh. Or candles. Nice candle scent. You know how we have like like cedar candles and stuff like that? Mahogany. You know how people burn incense? They Mm -hmm. could just burn incest. That got me way too... Oh, that hit the feels. Oh, yep. Burn incest. Let's, I don't know what's going to happen. I think there's going to be a lot of violence. If, and I think a lot of people are going to die. If honestly. you told me that... Years ago, if you told me that I would be reviewing a show that has incest, weird masturbation mm-hmm. scenes, and weird feet skitty-scratcher scenes... I would have been like, well, I fell off the bandwagon pretty freaking hard, didn't I? <laughs> like, what happened like, to me? What happened to me? What yeah. happened to me? All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this one up. It's been a long and crazy road, but if you're still listening, see your therapist immediately. And then just know that we are very grateful for you listening. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Um, I've been one of your hosts, Reese. This has been the Pineapple Theory Podcast. If you can, please go to kickstarter.com and look for the All-Star Caddy Practice Board. I'd truly appreciate it if you can like and share that shit. Uh, Leave us a five-star rating if you want to. You stay classy, San Diego. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you to Shay. You can say goodbye. Bye.